Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Quietly Quietly. It is approximately 5.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for tuning in. So on today's episode, I have a special guest that will be joining me today to talk about health and wellness and to share her expertise. So do you mind introducing yourself at this time? Of course. My name is Mo Atkins. I'm a certified personal trainer with over 10 years of experience helping my clients reach their own version of health. I'm also, in addition to that, I'm a fitness competitor and a nationally qualified powerlifter. So health is my passion, in a summary. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining me on tonight. So I wanted to share an episode about health and wellness and a fitness lifestyle. And um, did you want to give a little more um, information on your expertise regarding health and the best way, for example, to incorporate exercise into your everyday routines while people are having a busy work day and just completing their daily tasks? That's actually a very great question. Um, for a lot of people, when you're incorporating exercise, you want to make it into a, like a lifestyle. So like, the best thing I would normally do is like if I normally would drive to the store, like a corner store, I'll walk. Mm -hmm. If you live like okay. in an apartment or a condo, like instead of taking the elevator, you know, walk up the elevator. Not walk up the elevator, but walk down the stairs or walk up the stairs. And a lot of times, like right now, because of the current situation, we're all watching TV and sitting down. So one of the things I would suggest you do is like during commercials, you know, walk around, pace around, walk up the stairs. Or if you have kids, right, like right. have play time with them, you know, do a little tag, you know, just get moving and be more active so you can spend more time. Well, those are small, simple things that you can do. Uh, one of the things I really like is that if you're home and you, you know you want to do little movements like squats on your couch, up and down, just be cautious and concerned of the fact that you're sitting all day and just try to move more often during the week. That's my advice. Okay. So movement is key. Very good advice. Now, we know that especially nowadays, nutrition plays a big role in health. Um, what are your suggestions on how a person can improve their nutritional intake? The first thing I, I think is realizing what you eat. A lot of people don't realize that. So the first, um, I think before you change your eating lifestyle, write down what you eat daily. So with my clients, um, before they just start joining the program, I ask them for the first three days, let me know what you eat. So once you understand what you eat, they can make small changes. So like some people may not eat breakfast you know, or if they just eat lunch, like they just have like a fast food, instead of having fast right. food, you know, just be cautious of that. And you also really want to have minimum four meals a day, small meals, incorporate like vegetables, you know, lean meats, if you do eat meat, or if not, mm -hmm. have um, vegan or veg or like plant based food, and drink your water, water is the biggest thing. A lot of people don't drink water, you need at yeah. least three liters of water a day. Oh, wow. So three whole liters. Yes. <laughs> it is important. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's pretty um, and very valuable as well. Now, what about supplements? Uh, do you believe that they are necessary to stay healthy? Why or why not? So the first thing we have to understand supplements are 
is you're, it's basically replacing already food. You, what you really want to do is eat your food. Like you want to digest your vitamins. You want to get it from real source whole foods. So for some people that don't have time or like maybe the people are dealing with some kind of medical issues, you know, having supplements makes sense. But your goal is not to depend on some kind of pill. It's really trying okay. to eat hundred, like eat your food and get your vitamins and your your nutrition from your food, good food. I'm talking about burgers or fries, real food. That's what I'm talking right. about. Okay, so with a daily vitamin, I mean, do you still would believe that that's necessary? It depends on your age. Like if you eat regularly and you eat like your greens and your um your protein. If you're not a protein person, but you eat high um high level of um, vegetables that have protein, like so high level of, and then you ha- you drink your water and you have good starches, then you don't need the because you're already having the vitamins in your body. But if you're oh, in a good age or younger and you don't have you don't eat often, a multivitamin is really good to have as part of your daily um lifestyle. Okay. Awesome. Um, what about we know that over the past course of um a few maybe decades, uh, diet pills were like a big thing. Um, what is your take on them? How safe are they, if at all? So that's an interesting question because a lot of people, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a fitness competitor. So as a fitness competitor, we talk something take like a fat burner. So okay. diet pills could be considered fat burners, right? Right. So for me personally, I did it for more of like competition based. It's not a lifestyle. But for people that are just general public, if you don't know how to eat, diet pills is not going to work for you because you haven't, okay, you haven't fixed the core issue. So if you're looking for sustainability and healthy lifestyle, you need to understand how to eat and work worse for your body. So I highly suggest not to do a diet pill if you want this to be a long-term lifestyle change. And also the diet pills, you don't know what's in them, right? A lot of people don't do the research. So you don't know if it's going to harm you long term. So don't just think diet pills are the magic pills because they're not. You just need to fix your lifestyle and your eating habits. And that's and that takes time. To be honest, it really does. That's important to know because a lot of people, they everybody wants the quick fix. But mm-hmm. yes, it's, it's definitely a process, um, whether you're trying to lose weight or just to stay fit. And it's so much information out here that everybody's suggesting this and that. Um, what are some of your personal go-to sh- suggestions on improving overall health? I think the first thing is acknowledging that you have, you know, you, you are struggling with your health. Because a lot of people don't realize it. They think they're, you know, you know, this is the way it is. It's going to be forever. The second mm-hmm. step is having a plan, getting knowledge, like, because there's so much information, some people, you may want to seek assistance from a professional. Or if not, if you don't have the funds, like, do your research. The third thing is, um, is create a plan. Like, don't, don't just jump into anything. Because once you jump into anything, you have motivation, but it doesn't last if you're not consistent. And if you don't have the tools to do it consistently, you will fail. Like, I'm, like anybody, you know, we want to get that workout in. We go hard at the gym. And then two days later, we're like, you know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So (laughs) you really want to plan like the first, like what I usually tell my clients is if you have a habit, like if you don't drink enough water, right? The first week, Mm -hmm. try to drink two liters, right? Then you condition your body because it takes 21 days to build a habit, right? So you condition 
make small changes. And then over time, those changes are not going to be hard because they're going to be lifestyle. So that's how you really start making that difference in your life long term by making it small and making it slowly. So it becomes a lifestyle, not a diet or a short period of fix. If that makes sense to you. Oh, that's important. So it has to be lifestyle and not just a trend, if you will. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> and um, I know by some research that I've done that the immune system is affected by gut health, which a lot of people may not be aware of. Um, what's the best way to protect your gastrointestinal system to ensure the utmost um, immune system healthiness? That's actually a very good question. A lot of people don't think about their gut health. They just eat whatever they want. And I think the first step is really figuring out what you're eating. Because what I eat and what you may eat may affect you differently, right? So you have to listen to your body. Like some people can ingest, like some people that have like gluten intolerance, I can eat, I may be able to eat that, but they can't. That's the first step is, you know, when you eat, realize how you feel afterwards, how your body's reacting, right? Um, Right. Try not to try to eat smaller meals, but frequent meals. So what I mean by that is not having a huge rice plate or huge, like huge meal at one time, because that's heavy on your system. And your system has to digest all that, right? So you don't want to put yeah. that much pressure. So having small meals and having multiple meals without the day actually helps um, improve your metabolism and helps you regulate more easily. You also really want to limit your stress because um, there's something um, we all have a stress stress hormone called cortisol. It's it gives you that belly like that little you, like it holds all that fat in your belly that stress that also affects um, your metabolism and affects how you digest your food right. And then okay. the, the common thing is not to drink too much alcohol, you know, not to smoke too much, but just. Try to live a healthy lifestyle and watch what you eat and also be very cautious of how your body reacts to certain things. Because once you understand that, then you know your body and you know what to feed it and what not to feed it. Okay, that's good information to have. Um, and you mentioned um, something about like the gluten-free versus the gluten diet. I will, I'm interested in um, what is gluten exactly, if you don't mind sharing um, and how does that affect whether you eat it or not and why people aren't able to digest the gluten? So it gets like, there's a lot of research on that itself. And you have to understand gluten is almost like a wheat product. And because okay. over the years, we've just a lot of processing in place. And there's, and the way it's been um, um, chemicalized, chemicalized, can't even say the word, okay. I apologize. But the way it's been processed and everything, some people are intolerant to it. They can't digest that food properly and it, and it affects the way in their system is and makes them bloated and doesn't make them feel well. I mean, I don't have that feeling. I could digest it properly. You may not be able to, right? So it really depends right. on how your system is. Like everybody's different. So it just, it's more of the way it's digested and how your system processes it. If you can't process that food, then it's not good for you. A lot of people have different reactions. Like they make them seek, sick. They may get overly bloated. I have a client that she... When she eats it, like in gluten food, her stomach, she gets a lot more bloating. She feels uncomfortable. She gets a mucus down her throat, right? Mm-hmm. And you see, when I'm saying that, that sounds disgusting, right? But that's how she <laughs> gets reacted. That's how her body can't consume and process it that fast. For me, it's just like regular eating chips. Like it doesn't affect me. So mm-hmm. I think at that point, when you, as I mentioned earlier about your, um, your gut system, you have to pay attention to your body and what you eat. 
if you're feeling bloated 24-7, that's an issue. That means that your digestive system is not working and what you're putting in your system is not, is not helping. Seek a doctor, seek a naturopath, but get yourself tested to understand what you're sensitive for and what foods may irritate you and what may not. Oh, cool. And um, what are the specific tests? Do you have that information offhand that you can test for your gluten? What I understand is I'm not a doctor. Um, there's a lot of tests. I've spoken to a naturopath doctor. A lot of tests is more of like um, blood work. Um, they do. They check your hormones. They check the way your saliva is, how you digest. They look at your system. They do. It's a lot of blood work, I understand. And I think they also check your saliva and they check how sensitive you are to certain type of foods. So the okay, things I remember from one of my podcasts that I did for a naturopath doctor. Oh, awesome. Okay. And I do have another question. So for back to that good old belly, <laughs> for getting <laughs> that desired, you know, summer stomach and the flattening results that you want, um, what are some good ways to achieve that? core, you know, especially that little pouch area. Um, a lot of people have that problematic area, especially if you have children mm-hmm. or you just have gotten out of shape. What's the best way besides sit-ups to get that nice flat stomach? Not necessarily like rippled with abs, but just like <laughs> a nice flat, but still kind of soft stomach. <laughs> so first of all, sit-ups will not get you flat abs or a flat stomach yeah. will not get you that. The reason why I say this is it will sit-ups will help improve your abdominal muscle, but it won't let it won't if you have a lot of fat above it, it won't show. Right. So yeah. <laughs> with that said, a lot of people, as I mentioned, we were talking earlier about, you know, gut feel, gut digestion, digestions and stuff like that, and food and what you eat. What you eat will affect how your your what you, happens in your belly, your gut, your um, your metabolism. So the first step is really understanding what you're feeding yourself. If you're overly bloated consistently, then you need to stop that because you need to figure out what food is irritating you. And once you fix that, then your stomach gets that kind of that more flatter look. In addition to that, if you really want a flat look and flat belly, you need to drop your body fat. Body fat is cannot, you can't target body fat. I'm telling you right now, everybody's tried. We can't target body fat. Right. (laughs) But what you can do is really um, a lot of exercise, like a lot of weight training, Make sure weight training and exercising will get you that. And then that will help with the, the belly. If you just had a child or you have had a child and you see have that belly, a lot of issues could be related to, again, what you eat, dropping your overall body fat and having an active lifestyle and changing your nutrition. So the main thing, honestly, from the beginning is your nutrition. You can't outwork a bad diet. So if you can't fix oh. your nutrition, you're not going to get that stomach that you're looking for. So nutrition is the foundation. 100%. Everything. 100%. Awesome. And I do have a question about like the vegan diet or the lifestyle, if you will. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have gone vegan or at least vegetarian. What are some health benefits or just some overall benefits of the vegan versus the vegetarian diet or pescatarian and is it really necessary for someone who's not losing weight, but maybe wants to eat healthier to go vegetarian or vegan? Or how does that work exactly? So all of them, all vegetarian, vegan, and whole foods, all those type of diets, again, they shouldn't be considered diet. If you're going to, if you are going to live by it, it's your lifestyle. It's the way you, 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 you're going to choose to live your life going forward. 
So when you want to be a vegan and a vegetarian, it depends on is your personal um, belief of what you want to eat or not, or what you don't want to eat. Because it's animal based. Like, do you want to eat some animal products? You don't want to eat any animal products. To answer right. your initial question in respect to what's if it's beneficial for your health, having a more plant based diet is beneficial altogether because you get less of that inflammation. Inflammation. You you you're feeding yourself with whole food instead of just processed foods. So the goal in all together, and I'm being honest here, like you, I think for anybody who's listening, is don't pick a diet that you can't, you can't sustain. What you want to yeah. do is have a balanced meal. Make sure it's, you know, non-processed food. So you don't want to be going to the canned section where like the food that stays in, in, your, in your kitchen for six, for six years, that's not food, yeah. okay? That's yeah. not <laughs> So plant-based diets are very good. Um, if you want to improve your health, for sure, if, that, if that's something you can live with, go ahead. I'm not and having a protein diet. There's nothing wrong with that as well. It's just having lean proteins, not having fatty, um, fatty proteins, but something like, you know, turkey, chicken, fish, if that's something you want to eat. But all aspects of a diet, the main goal is to find something that's sustainable for yourself that you can live on long-term. But you want your diet right now as a general public to ha- be more plant-based. It doesn't have to be vegan or vegan or vegetarian or vegan or vegetarian, but just having more, a bigger portion of your meal, more plant-based. That makes more sense. Okay, gotcha. Awesome, awesome. Excellent advice to uh, follow for all you vegan connoisseurs or (laughs) people who may be inquiring about that lifestyle. Um, I, this is just an off subject kind of a question. Sure. Um, I know that you're into like aerobics and all of those good things. Is there a specific shoe for running um, that you would recommend that really just uh, gives the feet the support that it needs best while you're doing like running type of exercise? So again, there's people that have flat feet and then there's people that have arches. So any type of shoe, regardless, um, you, if you are flat feet, you want to get them suited that you may have insoles. And I know mm-hmm. I do know a lot of companies like maybe Reebok or Nike, like or even um, Balance, New Balance. They really have shoes that help out, that have that nice curve. But you, I think the best bet is making sure that there are running shoes, they're comfortable in your feet, and you feel like when you run them, they don't hurt your knees. And those are the shoes that I'm more of that I use. I use New Balance, so that one really is helpful. And I find it's a lot more cushion if I'm running up on a pavement or on a treadmill, mm-hmm. it doesn't affect my knees right away. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for that information. Um, that's all of the questions that I had so far. Did you have any other uh, insight that you wanted to share? Yeah. Um, and if not, uh, did you want to go ahead and plug your social media handle so people can know where to follow, like, and share, subscribe, etc.? Of course. I think the only thing I want to mention, and um, in respect to the health supplement, there's one thing that I think a lot of people are not help that are not doing is taking probiotics. So the reason why I say this is you mentioned also gut health. A lot mm-hmm. we have a lot of um, sorry, um, bacteria in our stomach that are unhealthy based on the way we eat, right? I find probiotics mm-hmm. helps us get rid of that um, gut that issues that we have, our metabolism problems. It helps you clean you out. When I say probiotics, I don't mean the powder version. I mean one that needs to be in the fridge. Okay, the one that's no. live probiotics. You want minimal of 50 billion or 50 million. Like you don't want anything less. So I think um, if you were thinking of health supplements, the first step is really probiotics to help you clean out your gut and help you with the metabolism. 
okay, that's a good idea because I usually, when I would do my smoothies, I would have like the powder probiotic added sometimes. So is that really effective or not as? No, I'm not, I'm not going to be, it's not. I, it's because when you think of probiotics, they're live and um, they're like bacteria. So if they're in powder oh. version, where's the bacteria in there? That's true. <laughs> okay. Like, it's, like you, yeah, I, I, I highly suggest to get the pill that you have to put in the fridge. Okay, that's good to know. So thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> and um, if you didn't have any other um, insider information that you wanted to share at this time, um, you can go ahead and plug in your social media handles and any other information for people to reach you. Yes. So um, you can follow me at my business page, which is LYBL Fitness on Instagram, the same on Facebook. Um, my name is Mo Atkins. I can also follow me on my personal um, Instagram, mo.atkins, A-K-I-N-S. And I, I, I sincerely really appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation with me. I think fitness is very, it's my passion. And I think a lot of people need to be educated on this. So I want to say thank Absolutely. you for your time. Thank you so much for joining me tonight and sharing that very valuable information. I will definitely be following up on a lot of the things that you mentioned. And thank you as well for joining Quietly Queen on this evening with yours truly. And everybody listening, please follow, like, subscribe to all of the things that she said to be able to reach out to follow her and her expertise and her lifestyle suggestions and everything else. So once again, thank you for joining me tonight. And thank you all once again for tuning in to Quietly Queen with yours truly. Have a great evening. Thank you. Thank you.